Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. Today's show was all about aging, from wine to sausages and cheese, even relationships. We'll see how time can be a welcome ingredient, or not. Let's start by talking to Delilah Winder about soul food. It's a cuisine that has been passed down from generation to generation. Delilah runs six stands selling Southern cuisine and Blue Zets, a restaurant in Philadelphia. You might have also heard that her mac and cheese recipe was deemed the best by none other than Oprah herself. Delilah's first book is Everyday Soul. Soul food to me is food that crosses all boundaries. It's the food that we all think of, that we all love. The fresh ingredients, the long cooking time, the comfort feeling that you get when eating it. All of those things like play into how your soul feels when you're partaking it. So I think that's how Southern cuisine got the name soul food. Now, you have a chapter in the book called Catherine's Table. Who is Catherine, first of all, and what was your favorite dish that she made? Oh, my goodness. Catherine's my grandmother. She's my favorite. Um, I, I don't, I'm sure I, it's vice versa, too. <laughs> I, I know I was her favorite. I had two sisters, but I'm the oldest grandchild, so I know I was her favorite. That always goes. That the always oldest. goes. It's just um, she would wake up, I guess, 4.30 in the morning. Oh my God, I would wake her. up. 5.30 smelling the aroma of food. I couldn't sleep any longer. I would like parch myself on a stool in the kitchen just waiting, watching every little thing she made. I got a little piece of it. And she would just lay out for breakfast. I mean, we would have fried chicken. We would have fried fish. We would have gravy, homemade biscuits, eggs, bacon, sausage, fresh grits, cheese eggs. I mean, it, a stack of toast. Even though you had biscuits, you had a stack of toast. Homemade jam. Everybody got juice. I would always beg for some iced coffee. So I guess it was just she's amazing to me that she was able to hold down a household in such a fashion. She's just amazing. So I had to dedicate a chapter of the book to my grandmother. And what was about it that made it, makes it so easy for her? I mean, you know, you watch somebody like that in the kitchen and it's just so she easy. She did it effortlessly. When I decided I wanted to learn how to make biscuits, I called her. So I started talking to her on the phone. Well, can you tell me? What goes in them? She could tell me that. Then I said, well, how much of this? Because I was trying <laughs> to do it at home. I said, this isn't working. I need to come just watch you make these biscuits. Literally, we sat there for like three days before I could get it down. Because she just picks up, throws in. Picks up, throws in. Not a recipe was to be had on anything. Not a, not even this cake that she makes, and it was, I never learned to make that. And she would make it for me, for me to take home. I would literally eat an entire cake on the highway between Richmond, Virginia, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. See, I grew up with, we had a shoebox that was in, we, in the car, a shoebox. And uh, I never got outside the city limits before mine was gone. And my, I, all my other brothers and sisters, they would like save theirs. I was the youngest, of course. And it was torture watching them open their shoebox two hours after I'd finished my okay. shoebox. But, but I can't believe you know the whole shoebox thing. Oh, you I, had shoebox? Oh, my. Shoebox with wax paper? Every bus trip.